I've done a podcast on my Lulu. I think I've talked about how I love her so much that it would actually eat her poop. And how poop brought us together. I don't think I'll go into that again because I'm sure that people aren't feeling the poop. Anyway, I've also just recently done a podcast on Tiffany, my absolute baby from back in the day, my kitty. Tonight, I'd like to do a podcast on my kitty, Sweetie. It's interesting to me that I find myself in a position of just being there when a cat needs me. Tiffany didn't need me. I was there to adopt her, to make her my own. I deliberately adopted Max and Perry. I think I've talked about them as well. I didn't deliberately adopt Puss Puss, but I think I've talked about him as well. Puss Puss was more of a dog than a cat. And I didn't deliberately adopt Kitty Sweetie. Kitty Sweetie seems to be more of a dog than a cat as well. Whereas Lulu seems to be more of a cat than a dog. Kitty Sweetie is more receptive to my wishes to come and lie with me in the bed. Come over, give me kisses. Come over, let me pet her. Lulu is kind of like, yeah, right, I know what you want, and I'll get around to you when I get around to you, but I'll get around to you when I want something, like going out for a walk-walk or just going out to be nosy and see what's going on in the neighborhood and then coming in without peeing. Anyway, the Kitty Sweetie story really kind of makes me sad. I thought about it just a few minutes ago while I was sitting or peeing while sitting down. I think you've heard that podcast before, and if you haven't, then I think it might be one to listen to just based on the history and based on the perpetuation of that characteristic that I have, but she came in the bathroom and as she always does, she walks in, she lets me pet her, and then she starts scratching on the door frame and I say, get a girl, get a girl, and that encourages her to keep scratching. And yes, of course, she's chipped away at the paint and you know what I've learned that things like paint can be fixed. So it's not like I'm going to get mad at her for doing something the cats instinctively do and demonstrating the fact that she's comfortable. She loves being here. But I remember the day 
that she came into my life. And it was a meowing from the main patio screen door. I didn't know what was going on, so I went to the screen door, and there was this little sweet kitten. And she was desperate to come inside. And I brought her inside, and her eyes were like tiny little slits. And so I brought her in, carried her in, put her in my bed, and she slept at the bottom of the bed for two days straight. She was so tired. And when she awoke, I noticed the big, round, beautiful eyes she had. And she was hungry. And she ate. And she had so much energy. And she was mine. There was no way in hell that I would allow her to get back out into that world. A world I can only surmise was an injustice against an animal. Like so many, so many before her and makes me sad to think so many after her and to come. So she was mine. She stayed. She was kitty sweetie. She's beautiful now. She's big. Big, great eyes. She's kind of a kook, though. And I say that because, you know, you've heard this saying of getting of a cat getting a hair up their ass or something along those lines. She does. And remember I talked about Tiffany when before Tiffany was fixed. It was like the cat from hell would chase me. I'd get in the bed and be afraid to step down because she was somewhere like the Chucky doll waiting to get me. And Kitty Sweetie... <laughs> She's looking at me right now. She knows I'm talking about her. She does the same thing periodically. She just sort of gets in that mood where she's just a cuckoo. And then she starts chasing my feet, chasing my legs. And I know she's playing, but it fucking hurts. And so I have to tell her to stop. Stop. And she looks at me. Her eyes are not only big but they're black saucers. Like, I don't know what's going on in that head. Is she possessed by Chucky? I don't know. But it lasts very a very short time. And then it's kind of like, okay, let me get back to business and just be the kitty sweetie that I know and love. And I do. I know her. I love her. She's my girl. She's good at catching cockroaches. I mean, I have Orkin come in and take care of the bugs. And they do a great job. But every once in a while, 
A cockroach sneaks in. Kitty Sweetie is right there. I have a gap under my front door. And periodically, a little tiny mouse will sneak in. And that's when she really goes crazy. And I know that there is a mouse in the house. And what I do is I just put my feet up on the couch. And I wait for her to do her thing. One night, I remember, or it was in the morning actually when I was sleeping. I was in bed and I heard her going cuckoo. And I felt something dash over me onto the other side of the bed. I didn't realize until my mother found the dead rat the next day that Kitty Sweetie was chasing that fucking rat and it ran over me in my bed. But she got it. And I feel bad for the rat. But I feel very proud for Kitty Sweetie for doing her job. So with all that said, I think that you understand my love for Kitty Sweetie. And I know you're sick and tired of me saying Kitty Sweetie, but it's her name. Anyway, I just wanted to get this story on the books because I'd live to tell. Until next time.